0: Twila, Mani Budnik Twila, working a budny. Na i gana biako manklankla, mato gana mienna. Na wangandi money the irindi yatta tandendunga wata irabinna. Nainari i nari kamutpi maricha. Hello and welcome to. This podcast coming to you over the lightning brain being the internet. My name is Mickey O'Brien, a descendant of the Ghana people and it is my pleasure to welcome you to here to the Adelaide Plains. We uh, call upon the spirit people of our ancestors to bring you good blessings and to send away that sadness. We say that our face, it tells us where we've been, but our heart tells us where to go. Never say goodbye, always say see you later. So Nakada to you, nechaya. Thank you for coming because you're the important person when you come to a place.
1: Welcome to the Triple H podcast, where we embrace vulnerability and
2: encourage authenticity as we have meaningful conversations with the people in our
1: lives. We're your hosts, Dan and Jed, and we hope you enjoyed this episode.
2: I am Jed and I'm Dan <laughs> yeah, and welcome to the Triple H podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Here we are. We've How made you, it. We made it. We made it to gosh, what number is this? Well, This will be 11. Yeah. No. I was told to quote re-podcasting and in any sort of venture that you do, um, like 10 episodes, 10 books or like whatever the the medium of which you're doing is like 10 of them is like the, like the most likely time for you to cut off, like mm. to just stop and lose
1: motivation. And I'm pretty proud of us for making it this far. I think it's just been so cool to see where we've come. Like our lives have changed so much. And I think for me personally, the thing I love about this podcast is, I know it's very cliche. One, I love being able to do it with someone that I love and I look up to very much for lots of different things, yourself, and I love just meeting new people. It's been so cool to be able to have Access through you, so you know lots of people. So it's been cool to meet those people through you, and then vice versa. Obviously, there's people who I know that have been on the podcast that you've been able to meet. For me, this podcast has just been such a cool transformation for my life, and it's been awesome.
2: I think it's nice also to have like a halfway sort of huddle.
1: I thought this would be a
2: good opportunity for you and I to just reflect on the last 10 or so episodes and our highlights and maybe our lowlights or maybe things that we've learned and things we've learned about ourselves and maybe we'll play a few of those highlights, few of those snippets and we'll get those guests on and maybe we'll give them a ring because we love having phone calls. Dan, what's been your biggest highlight, I guess, of this podcast experience or I guess a moment for you that's been really special or anything like that?
1: Obviously, my dad's episode was really cool for me Um, and I think I've loved the feedback that I got from that and the conversations that I've had with people in regards to, I'm really proud that you were able to talk about those things or because I listened to that episode, I was able to now chat to my parent. So those things are really cool. Big, big thing for me and I love that I wasn't a part of it because it was the biggest moment for me in regards to the podcast that made me go, wow, what we're doing is really, really cool. One of my favorite episodes has been Charlie's, a friend I've known for ages and I didn't really get to speak on about it much, but just the way that he was really able to open up and speak about his mum and speak about some of the hardships that he's gone through. I think it really set the tone for our podcast and what we were about. And I was really proud of a friend of ours to open up like that. And it doesn't surprise me because Chops is a great guy and it's been awesome to be able to spark our friendship up. And it's been one of the coolest things about my years just the friendships that I've been able to grow again from this podcast.
2: It really was a turning point because that Charlie episode, not many people know, wasn't ever going to be aired, was it? No. It was. It was more just me. We had just bought all the gear and was just practicing. It's like I a new PlayStation. To... Yeah. We just wanted to play with it. <laughs> yeah. We're just we just wanted to with get our it new toys. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Boys and their toys. Hey. And then you sent it to me. Yeah. And you were like, wow. This is so special. I remember sitting in my car and just listening and sitting there, and I, and it caught me at the end. I went, "Shit, this is this is the Triple H podcast." Yeah, and I'm kind of a I'm a part of it. Like this is something that I'm involved with, but it just felt like I was a fan. And and I've had a lot of moments like that. I think that's the coolest thing about. If it's Monday when I wake up and I chuck the episode on, and I've already heard it twice. But listening into my car and thinking, "Shit, this is." I'm a part of this with my best mate and it feels like just another podcast that I love. And that's that's what you want. If you're enjoying it, then you'd like to think some other people are enjoying it as well.
2: Yeah, I think that's been a special thing as well is like creating something that I still feel like a fan of mm. and I still get enjoyment from doing it. Like it still hasn't become a job per se. I mean obviously it does take a lot of time and effort, but it's been so special.
1: The, yeah. cool, the coolest thing for me is when I'm in social settings or I have friends that I've been with. For ages, and they come up to me and they congratulate what we're doing, or they go, they go, "Geez, I heard that episode. And it was so cool to to know about those sort of things." And and I think for me, throughout my life, I just thought that I was going to be this cookie cutter blueprint life where anything I was going to do was just going to do the right thing by others, blah blah blah. But then for people to come up to me and go, Well, wow, I love what you're doing and what Jed's doing," it's been it's been really cool. I've loved it.
2: Yeah, I think the turning point for me was the Carly episode. And her hardship, obviously, and and we're going to chat with Carly later on, so I won't go too deep into this, but definitely my highlight of the season, of the show, of the pod so far has just been that moment of her and how open she was
1: and how real she was. And it was like nothing I've ever been a part of. And, and, that's, and that's something that I think Carly's known for is about her bubbliness, the way that she's been able to open up to so many people. And I think I'd like to think because of the episode, she feels more capable to talk to people now, especially in her field where she's a coach and a leader. I'd love to see what she's like now after doing that podcast.
2: We'll give her a ring just in a little bit and we'll be get to hear from her, which is exciting. But very, Dan, very keen. what do you feel like are some things that you've learned? I guess, reflecting on yourself, any skills you've picked up or any kind of great piece of wisdom or, you know, knowledge that you've gotten from
1: any of our guests. There's been a lot of good, like, there's been a lot of good quotes.
2: Yeah. For me, the biggest one yeah. is definitely the Mitch. You don't know when your bad luck is saving you from worse luck. Yeah, uh, I think that's a really great way of looking at it, of, of life and just looking at like, you know, there's constantly bad shit going on and, and it's tough sometimes, but you just you don't know what's around the corner and you don't know what's what could be possibly happening. So, you know, this what appears to be a really bad and tough time is actually maybe saving you or teaching you another lesson that you needed to learn so you could face this next adversity
1: coming up. So that's probably my quote. I think that's almost something that we both can relate to. It's probably one of the reasons why we came close together because obviously you had your MS and you had a bit of a tough 2021 and I sort of were going through some things in 2021 and then we were able to meet each other and and we we both – in the period, in the time we've probably looked at it and went, oh, this is so shit and how am I ever going to get out of this or how am I going to improve? And to now we sit here and we go, wow, we're doing some really cool things and we're in some really good places together and, and I'd like to think that we both have really supported one another through that and that's what friendship's about and that's what this podcast is about, and this community is about, is really lending a hand. But your, one of your questions was what have I learnt most? And once again, I know I'm being cliche and I've already said I enjoyed this podcast, but... I loved when Dad was talking about the three key tips that he gave: was forgiveness, being open, and really wanting to support others. They were some really key things that I took away from that. What's been the biggest learning experience for you in regards to this podcast? Is there much that you've learned over the time? Obviously that Mitch quote, which we said, but bar that, I think I've learned a lot
2: about what I'm trying to do, you know, and, and what sort of person I want to be, and and I think that's a really special thing about listening to people's stories you can kind of make your own along the way by listening to these people's experiences or what they've been through and what they've learned from that. I've been reflecting a lot of one about my life and and everything I've been a part of or gone through or, and just kind of being able to piece together the person that Jed Wolford wants to be. And I think that, picture gets a lot clearer when we listen to other people because we spend so much time with ourselves trying to piece it all together and trying to have all the answers but we don't have them and being able to listen to other people and maybe some of the answers they've got along the way from going through these really tough times or really amazing things helps paint a picture in my mind I guess of where I'm going and that's on two fronts right like I really enjoy the podcasting and and all that and that media aspect of everything is really fun but then also just a just a human being aspect of Jed Wolford. So, yeah, it's just been a really special time. It's been a really good thing to
1: reflect on and do you think from starting this podcast, you've really reevaluated what Jed Wolford should be doing?
2: Yeah, I think it's uh by hearing so many different people's stories, you start to learn that life is not linear and that it's not one singular experience and and We've had so many amazing people on doing such amazing, incredible things, but they've all gone through tough times, they've all gone through hardships and they've all come to the little spot that they're in at the moment, whether that, you know, left certain levels of success or however you want to deem success, but living, you know, a lot of these people are living really great lives or lives that I would arguably aspire to. So it's, it's made me realize that, yeah, I, there's no one way of doing things and that the person that I want to be is ever evolving and ever changing. And that's okay. I think if anything is one piece of advice or I guess knowledge, I wish like just spend the time to listen to someone, you know, we have so many amazing, everyone has so many amazing people in their lives. If you are lucky as some people don't, but a lot, a lot of people have very tough situations. So they don't have the love that a lot of us do have. So I, my heart goes out to them, but a lot of us who are privileged enough to have people who care about us in our lives and special enough, just, just sit with them, sit with them for 15 minutes just sit for a bit and just get to know them and get to know what makes them them because it might make you understand
1: yourself just a bit better i'd love to hear people's stories in regards to the triple h because i'm sure there's been people out there from listening to this podcast that would have gone on to then do their triple h with yeah no it's been amazing family members so many messages from so many people just saying and that hey, has thank been you. awesome i think yeah. that's one of the coolest thing about doing this is that you just do it for fun and it's yeah. a hobby and it's just cool to talk to people but then for it to inspire others, and you get those messages from people, it is really incredible, and we do appreciate all the yeah, love. Yeah, don't we stop. Get. And yeah, it's <laughs> awesome, and it and it makes us really happy to, to yeah. see that, and it makes us proud of what we're doing. We're proud of you as well to be able to do that because it's not easy. It's easy for us to just get on here, press play, and just talk because we we love doing that. But hmm. for you guys to message us and and do that, we we do really appreciate it. So it's we've we've loved what we've been doing. We've loved the people that we've doing it with. But as
2: the Carpenters once said, we've only just begun. Bigger and better things to come. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, um. I guess, this little moment here, this is going to be like a fake little ad promo, but it's an ad promo for the Triple H podcast that if you or your friends or anybody you know are keen to jump on, you feel like you have an interesting story or you just want to be a part of it, please reach out. We want everybody and anybody to be a part of the Triple H community. We do not discriminate. And we also love to hear from everybody. So please reach out. Come on the pod. We're nice guys. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Come chat with us. We're okay guys, we like to think. It's time now to yeah. flick on over and maybe play a little bit of the highlights from the year. And
1: I think we so should far. do... Yeah, so far. Because, and because at the end, when we finish this, we'll probably talking about some things we're looking forward to yeah. for the second half of the year.
2: Let's do our own, like, Triple H of the year so far. So we'll do a hero, a hardship and a highlight. Three of them that we love the best. And then why, after we do it, why don't we give that guest a ring and see how they're doing in that aspect of their life. How does that sound, Danny? We can chat to them.
1: Have a chat. What we love doing most. Let's kick off with the first H, hero. Hero. Lots of really good heroes that we've had so far and we mm-hmm. had to pinpoint down to one. And, and, then- and it's been really cool being able to call them. Like it's a. I think it's been one of the coolest part about our podcast oh, has man, been the hero sure. part, and and obviously it's so cool to hear about everyone's hero, and the impact that each of those people or groups have had on the individual. To then also be a part and sit here and listen to our guests call someone is just so special.
2: And for just us. it's just changing it, right? It's about changing dialogues about
1: talking to people and being grateful and actually doing it, like very active. Gratitude, And we've spoken to people about the importance of actually having conversations with really important people in our life Because it's so easy to just go day by day and just be grateful internally and stuff But like you just said to actually call them up and say you know what I'm actually really grateful for the things that you've done It's funny because I actually messaged this person we're about to
2: call today And I just sent him a message out of nowhere just saying hey mate I just wanted to let you know I'm loving everything you're doing And I'm just loving our relationship and I love you dearly and i think you're such an incredible person have a wonderful day
1: from where he's come from as well and i think i think the relationship that he's shown with his hero in the last couple of weeks months years has been quite incredible to just yeah it's a, it's a credit to him for everything he's done and and uh, i think he really set the tone for our podcast
2: well yeah it was probably a big moment for you wasn't it
1: oh it was it was so special that was the turning point for me in regards to this podcast listening to it because I was listening to this episode and I thought it was, oh, this is amazing. And then you suggested the idea of calling people and I was like, oh, what do I reckon? That'd be could cool. I don't know. Let's have a think about it. And then I listened to this episode and I was like, oh that's that is just the best thing I've ever heard on a podcast. Because yeah. it was so raw. It was so authentic and and now it's transitioned into 10, 11 other people doing the same thing and it's just been, yeah, so special for us to be a part of that and special for every single person that's been able to do that and obviously we continue to encourage people to do that in their own lives and it could be a text, it could be a call, just everything, everything, every little thing counts.
2: Well, without further ado, let us give Charlie Morgan a ring and have a little chat with him. Let's do it. over. Hello,
1: Charlie. Chopperino. Oh, how
2: are you? Oh, mate. Very well. How are you?
1: Pretty good, thank you. It's pretty good, good to have you back on. Thanks, mate. Good to be
2: here. Yeah, like the all-star. Kind of like an all-star sort of appearance, you know? Calling him up. Mount Rushmore of, of the Triple H podcast. Charlie <laughs> Morgan. Have to be on there for I'm, sure.
3: Yeah, I like the sound of that.
2: How are you, mate? How's life? What's been going on?
3: I'm good. Life's well, been good lately. Thank you. Uh, pretty busy. Yeah. Um, Work's been good. I've been playing with uh, footy.
2: Footy's been good. Yeah, had a few good wins. Had a few good wins. Had a few good eight. wins lately as well, which has been nice.
3: Yeah, we have been. Yeah, we're two uh, and five between for a couple of weeks there, but got a couple on the board recently. And, um, yeah, we're looking pretty good at the moment.
2: Division three. Let's, let's take it.
1: Stay in. Remap yeah. and re-go. Yeah, 100%. What's been some little highlights for you from since since the episode? that you, uh, you released with us. What's been some little highlights you've had across the way? Anything you want to tell people that you've been up to? I'm sure everyone wants to know what Chops has been up to, some little highlights.
3: Um, yeah, it's been a few. I suppose the main ones are people telling me how much they enjoyed it um, and how much they respected um, the way I spoke and how vulnerable I was, like, um, yeah, friends, random. Um, some of the more special ones have actually been like mum's friends. Mm. um it's been kind of cute to get a lot of older people um listening to the podcast and yeah complimenting me on it
1: talking um, talking about your mum. that's
3: the main one and probably i guess the only one I can think of to see our compliments from it all really
1: were you able to sit down with um frankie and have a conversation about the podcast and and that phone chat that you were able to have
3: uh yeah we have we often well not often but we're probably spoken about it three or four times. Uh, I just sort of asked you yeah, remember this, remember that, uh, when that happened and um, we sort of laughed about it a little bit So it was a really cute moment and, um, yeah, bond over it uh, for a little bit and, yeah, it's definitely made us closer.
2: Did it mean a lot to your mum, do you think?
3: Yeah, I think it does. Um, I think it did, brother. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, it was
2: bloody special having you – Call up your mum and tell her why she's your hero, and she's so many people's heroes. Um, you know, I consider Frankie to be a bit of a hero of my own as well. But it was it was really nice hearing you chat to her as well. And so I'll, I'll ask you, Charlie, how do you feel about potentially maybe doing going down a going down memory lane and having a little listen right now on the phone just to that conversation you had with your mum? We've got a little little few snippets here from that conversation. You keen for that?
3: Yeah, you go for it, mate. Okay, let's do it.
2: Tell me, Charlie, who is your biggest hero?
4: Um, My biggest hero, I'd say, is my mum, I think, quite easily. Frankie? She's a tough, resilient lady and that's where I get a lot of my characteristics for and I'm forever grateful that she is the way she is. She's so natural and herself and my caring personality comes entirely from her, dad as well, but not entirely from mum, but dad and mum, mainly mum. Yeah, she's my hero because she's just so tough. She's gone through a lot of hardship. I haven't always treated her the way that she deserves to be treated. Thankfully, she's forgiven me for that and I will forever be making up for those mistakes. But Mum and I have a really close relationship. I can tell her anything. But yeah, I just admire her every day. The pain that she's constantly in from the things she's endured in her past life and the way that she's always got a smile on her face and... What's other people in front of her, 10 times out of 10, she's my hero. I love her to bits.
2: I guess first question, is: your mum always been your hero?
4: No, she hasn't been. And I suppose I sort of, before her breast cancer, <laughs> even during and after that, I still, I took her for granted. Like, she was an amazing mother. She did so much for mine and Archie's sport and the whole family in general in their sport, but particularly mine and Archie's cricket and football, she was Team managers, cooking the lunches, and she is well-known for her behind-the-scenes effort. And I guess I took that for granted a little bit, even though it wasn't directly related to me, but she genuinely was doing it for my for my benefit, and yeah. the team also, but mainly yeah. me and Archie, our kids. But it took me only to about two years ago, three years ago, for me to realise, wow, like, wow. My mum has done a lot for me. She is ridiculous. And that's when I sort of realised, right, I need to repay her for what she's done to me. And that's all I need to repay her by doing is just by respecting her, caring for her, looking after her in particular. But, yeah, I suppose that, that realisation point was after uh, I went down a bit of a, a dark road of smoking marijuana quite regularly. I was doing that while she had a breast cancer and I was that was more at the front of my mind than my mum's health and well being. And uh her previous husband was a, a drug user as well, so it automatically me doing that would just freak mum out and look, marijuana isn't the worst drug in the world. It works for certain people, it didn't work for me, but I still enjoyed it partially somehow. So that was that was the case for a year or two there and then I sort of realised that this isn't me, this isn't it So I decided to get up and get out of Adelaide When I worked on the sheep station in Western Australia And I sort of did that for mum I remember when I got back after being out there for about six months Walking around the corner to her in the backyard Not seeing her for six months Then we locked eyes and she just burst into tears And like, I don't think she said anything for maybe two minutes And I'm just like, what, what's wrong, have I done something wrong I Because like, usually when she'd be crying before then at me is because I'd been an absolute fuckwit and you know, gone out all night and come home and then laid in my room all day and just done absolute fuck all and been disrespectful towards it. So at first I was like, wow, I've done something wrong. I knew I hadn't. I knew deep down that I hadn't. But but that moment was pretty special, just bursting into tears straight away and just seeing that she was proud of me, I guess. I was able to go away and do my thing, find myself a little bit. And, yeah, those tears were all joy and uh, proudness towards me. And it was only a couple of days later that I realised, fuck, that's pretty sick. I can make my mum feel that good and happy. Like, let's keep this going.
2: I'll give her a ring. Cause I do have Frankie's number.
0: Hi.
4: Hey, mum. It's Charlie. How are you going? Good. Um, you're on a podcast with Jed and myself on the Triple H podcast. What? You're on a podcast. He's hooked, up, he's hooked up your phone. It's like a pre-recording.
0: Okay, why?
4: Um, Because we are talking about um, my heroes, and I just wanted to let you know that you're my hero and that I uh, love you lots and I appreciate all the things you've done for me. And I admire the hardship you go through daily and the way you just keep rolling and get on with the show and don't let it bother you too much. Oh,
0: thanks. Obviously.
4: Pleasure It's a segment that's
0: of... Very Kind
4: of you No no worries I mean it
0: Thanks Very much no Be worries. overwhelmed
4: Yeah So am I Yeah no, That's lovely Well
3: thanks for that
2: What does that bring back For you Charlie Pretty good memories for me How about yourself
3: Yeah it's a nice memory Really nice memory, actually, smiling lots of moments, listening um, to mum's response to it all. I completely sort of forgot what I said. And just yeah. plugged off. I only to it once since we recorded and So to hear that snippet, it's nice. And then, you know, I sort of forgot what I actually said to mum on the phone. But I was here yeah, quite honest. I sort of forgot how honest I was. But,
1: um, no, I'm
3: very proud that I was yeah. like that. And, yeah, it's really cool to listen back to. And, yeah, it's a nice feeling.
1: When you listen to some of those flashbacks, like, for example, when you walked into your backyard and Frankie was just standing there, does it bring back memories for you? Like you can sort of relive that when you're listening to it and you can sort of put yourself in that little place back in the backyard. You can sort of feel that when you're listening to it again you can relive those memories all over again.
3: Yeah, I can. 100%. Yeah, I can remember, like, in the morning leading up to it all and then, yeah, that exact moment as well. Yeah, it's nice um, memory to rejog.
2: What do you, what do you feel like since doing a triple H for you? Has it changed anything in any sort of ways or is it meant for you? Any sort of other opportunities that kind of come of it or conversations kind of been sparked or had or anything you've really learned, I guess, since being on the pod, you know, and being our first ever guest, it's pretty, pretty special.
3: Um, yeah. So since doing the podcast, and probably developed. Um, the skill of, you know, being able to have honest, more honest conversations with people and, yeah, more heartfelt conversations, I guess. Um,
1: After being on our on our pod and having your own episode, do you feel like you've been able to chat to some people or people have felt like they can come up to you?
3: Yeah, I'd definitely say I've been able to do it, um, have that sort of a chat with people a couple of times. Not heaps, but I can definitely think of one or two. Um, and, yeah, I guess it's just a... Nice feeling. Knowing that I'm more comfortable doing that sort of a thing now, I definitely would say that it's the podcast that's made me feel more comfortable to do that sort of thing, which is a good thing. Oh,
2: that's all we can ask for. Well, being our first guest, can we get any? Can we get a? Can we get a little testimonial? A little testimonial from the Charlie Morgan to anybody else potentially coming on the podcast, why they should come on it
3: now? Yeah, you can. Um, uh, your next guest, anyone that wants to be on it the boys up. They'll be more than welcome more than welcoming. I'd love to have you on there. Get on there and do it. Almost like a free counselling session, if you want it to be. So hook up with the boys. They're lots of fun. Lovely souls. Um and yeah, it's just
1: a good time. Well we just want to say thank you for everything, Charlie, and I'm sure Jed will speak after me. But on on behalf of me, I just want to say thank you for I've said it to you multiple times, but just really setting the tone for our podcast and i think if it wasn't for your first episode people probably wouldn't have been as vulnerable because of the story you spoke about and the things that you opened up it about and obviously some people knew about it and i just wanted to say from a friend of yours that i'm really proud of you and um, very grateful to have you in my life charlie uh,
3: thanks dan that's some very kind words happy to be happy to be a time
1: setter mate all the time big time
2: Dropside, i texted you today so you know how much i love you so i'll leave it at that for now Thank you, mate, for jumping on. We'll chat soon. We'll talk. Maybe we'll, uh, year's time, we'll get you on again, hey? Yeah,
3: we'll do that. No, I thank cool. you, boys. Thank Love you, guys.
1: Love, Love you, you Chops. Always lovely chatting to Chops, isn't it, Dan? It's always a pleasure. He's a really, really great friend of ours, and it's been just really good to hear from him again. Part always. of the part of the Triple H fam. Part of the community. Absolutely. A lot of positive feedback from his episode. Figually. From lots of, lots of people. Hugely so, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, now it's time to roll on into the hardship. Middle H. Middle H. And I was thinking for this one, we would call, gosh, I think this person's episode and this person's hardship in particular was really kind of a turning point for me because I kind of realised like, damn, we're doing something really cool here. We are doing something quite special. Not that I didn't think it before that, but it. I think just sometimes it's easy to be
1: doing something and – be on kind of autopilot a little bit. I think uh, also this guest really was probably one of the most vulnerable that we've had to really open up. Like, oh yeah, like they did. Gosh. was quite incredible. Most vulnerable person we've had. Credit credit to that person as well because they didn't really know us very well, and they easily could have just given us a quick little story yeah. of some sort of hardship. But she obviously gave us a really really tough hardship and a tough story that I'm really looking forward to eventually when we get to call her as well and hear what's happened after this episode for her. So it's going to be really exciting. Well, without further ado, let's give Carly Gangel a little ring. Let's do it. Hello. Hi,
0: Carly. Hey, how you going? Good, how are you? Not too bad, thank you.
2: You are obviously
1: on the pod with Dan and I. Carla is so good to hear from you again. We've missed you so much.
0: <laughs> oh, thanks guys. It's been a little while. Good to hear from you.
2: Too long, too long. What's been going on? How are you?
0: Oh, not much. Just the usual stuff. Just training, working and um, yeah, the usual. I've had a been on a couple of interstate trips recently with some fighters. So I've been pretty busy being in and out of Adelaide a little bit, but that's always fun.
1: We've seen that, and that. Is is that a bit of coaching and stuff? Like, obviously, that's your team that you have, or is that...
0: Yep, yeah. So, I um, I just accompany um, our fighters interstate um, and sort of do do all the fun stuff with them. Like, you know, they got to cut weight, and I go to weigh in with them, and then, um, yeah, I corner them at the fights and stuff like that, so... Yeah, it's a full full coaching weekend, which is nice. It's
2: been full on. There you go, big uh, and some big wins.
0: Yes, yeah, we've had uh, had some great success lately at the gym. So um, yeah, really happy with that. Ooh, How good that?
1: It's
2: Hey. Okay. Oh, what about you though? That's yeah. that's all the the Carly what she's doing. But how is the Carly?
0: Um, the Carly is quite good actually. Thank you for asking. Just uh, yeah, keeping on, keeping on doing. Uh, Making a little bit more time for myself outside of work, which has been nice. I've been doing some cool stuff the last few weeks, like getting out and doing some hikes. And um, I took on a couple of foster puppies as well to keep me busy. Oh,
1: so cute. cute. Their names?
0: Poppy <laughs> and Biscuit.
1: Poppy and Biscuit. What a good combo. That, and that's so good to hear that you're starting to obviously spend some more time doing things that you really obviously love and enjoy. And going for hikes is good. good, obviously, time away from from the, the gym and stuff will be good. I'm really glad to hear that you're doing those things, Carly. That's awesome to hear.
0: Oh, Thank you. Yeah, It's been good. Um, definitely a learning curve for this year is finding a bit of work-life balance. That's been really cool.
2: I guess also with this year, we were just speaking about how I kind of said that I felt like our pod was honestly one of – well, for me, it was a big turning point in the sense that I really realised what we were doing was really had some really – special tangible energy and game changer for us. Yeah, it was a huge game changer when you shared your hardship and we had our chat. It was honestly a really special moment for me for, oh gosh, my life. And it was so lovely hearing someone open up that much and just hearing you and and talking about just picking up the phone like we are now. So thank the Lord you picked up, hey, but um, just, you know, just your authenticness and just how much you were you and you just shared to us these two guys you've never met before I can't I can't thank you enough and all of our listeners have obviously loved your episode and I guess for me I wanted to ask how did you go about you know since the episode's been out have you had anybody kind of reach out to you or did you anything kind of come on from the you doing the podcast any sort of conversations with your family or things like that maybe
0: Yeah. um, Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for providing a safe platform to talk about it. Um, It's not something that I openly talk about ever. It was the first time I did talk about it, but I felt like with you two, I felt like it was a safe and um, a a warm environment. So it was a a good place to do that. Um, But that podcast definitely opened up a lot of conversations um, in my life, which was really beneficial not just for me but for a lot of people around me um so a few of my fighters listened to it and since then they've reached out and you know we've it's kind of opened up the discussion um about mental health in our in our gym and for fighters especially who tend to tackle those sort of battles by themselves in silence so um i want to thank you guys for giving me a platform to I guess, tell that little story, um, which I think helped a lot of people in my community. Yeah. And I also had a lot of people in my personal life reach out and, and make sure that um, I was all good. And um, I actually had a couple of friends that were like, actually, yeah, how you guys spoke about, you know, just picking up the phone and reaching out to a friend and just making sure they're okay. You know, like I've noticed a couple of my friends have started doing that. Um, not so much in myself, but some of our other friends as well, which is, um, which is, such an awesome result um just from sharing a story
1: that's so special and one of the things that I took from that is that some of your fighters felt like they could approach you and speak about that and that was something that I was hoping that would come away from that episode is that you're a leader and you spoke about how you're the one that's supposed to for these for these fighters to come up to you and feel approachable and now that you've been able to do this episode they can feel like they can come up to you and speak to you and that's I'm so proud that you've been able to do this episode and be on our podcast so now that your community feels like oh, you know what carly spoke about such an important thing and i feel so much more connected to her i really can speak to her about anything and and like you said that phone call situation was a big thing for both jed and i that we've been pushing and especially on your episode and it's so good now that obviously more people in your life are starting to do that it's awesome
0: yeah, thank you. And, you know, I th- I think it was a bit of an eye-opener for me to know how many people were struggling because people that I probably wouldn't have expected reached out and was like, you know, I actually have been going through a similar thing and I was just like, you know what, I never would have guessed that. Um, so it just goes to show that people – can be struggling. So reaching out um, to anyone, even, you know, strong people in your life can make a make a massive difference, which, um, yeah, which is a really good message to push.
2: Carly, how would you feel about what we are doing on this little recap episode is actually playing a little snippet from your episode and we wanted to play your experience from your hardship and what you spoke about. How would you feel about maybe giving out a re-listen because it's probably been a little bit of time since you've listened to it and
0: oh yes it has been
2: <laughs> what do you reckon give it uh, a play yeah
0: yeah we'll, we'll give it a go
2: we'll give it a go and you can talk through it as well that's a it goes through a, a few minutes so you can uh talk through it as well so sit tight you ready you're sitting down you're comfortable
0: yeah i'm right, ready <laughs> let's do
2: it head on into the meaty part of the sandwich they like to call it biggest hardship
5: um so i had a real big think about this and obviously everyone's got several hardships and There's a lot of ones that are just really basic and black and white but getting into the nitty gritty I had a pretty big hardship last year and I think this is really important for me to share because like I said in the industry that I'm in and the way that people probably view me it's it's not a lot of emotion so for me to talk about this it's it's pretty big, so this might get a little bit emotional, so <laughs> bear with me. So being a fighter, obviously we don't have a lot of emotion and everything's just get on with it. And last year I'm going to say I had a midlife crisis at the age of 20. How old I have be? been? I was 23, 23, and it was kind of a combination of things. It was probably um, I went through a separation, which was one thing, um, which was really difficult. Um, but then also I buried myself in work. So I run Pride Fight Series, which is a fight event, and I ran one of those. And essentially what I did was I just worked myself into the ground because I felt like if I wasn't achieving anything that I was pretty much just worthless. Like in, when I stopped fighting and I stopped bringing home belts, which every fighter gets to a point where, that, where they know that that's not The life that they're living anymore so I felt like if I wasn't putting on a big show or I wasn't doing something extreme with my life that I had absolutely no worth so I went into a really dark place and because mental health is not something that I've ever been spoken to about so it wasn't a topic in my family and it never has been in my workplace either um, so I went into a pretty dark place and I was just work, work, working. I remember on the night of my show, it was Pride 3, I stood in the corner of one of the biggest fight shows that South Australia has probably had in terms of the crowd, the fight card. It was it was absolutely incredible, this massive production that I pulled together with with help but essentially by myself and I stood there and I just thought I don't want to be here anymore and it was such a hard moment because it was meant to be the best most biggest achievement of my career and I hated it I hated every second sorry (laughs) so I was in this really bad place and on the outside I was super successful like I had all these belts on that particular night I ran that production and all of my fighters won which is a little bit unheard of. You know, I had four four fights for four wins with my own female fight team, which was incredible. And I actually actually planned to take my own life that month. And I fell into a massive rut and I didn't realize that I had some mental health issues um, and I I didn't know who I could turn to because it wasn't something that I had ever spoken to anyone about or really had anyone speak to me about it to tell me about it. And I think the hard part is, is that often I'm the person that people will turn to when they're having a tough time. And it's, it was really hard for me because I felt like I didn't have that person which I actually did. I just didn't. I just didn't have the tools to know how to reach out. I thought I was being weak and I thought I was just letting things get to me. So I was just in a really bad place. And it's still really hard for me to admit. It's not something that is out there in the open for people to know. But I do think it's really important to talk about because I know that there's several people that could
0: be potentially feeling the same way.
2: You feel, oh, I can
0: literally, oh, I can literally, um, I actually haven't listened back to that part of the yeah. podcast because I didn't want to hear how in pain I sounded. Um, but, you know, looking back at that in hindsight, like I was kind of on the, the other end of coming out of that rut, I guess you could say. Um, and now looking back on it, like I can remember the pain, but I just can't help but think like life gets better. Life is better yeah. now. It just took It just took time. Yeah. And I wish I could go back and tell myself that, you know, like it, it will be okay. No matter what, no matter how bad it is, it'll all be fine. Do
1: you find it tough listening to that, like just sitting there or now that you've sort of had this year where – you've learned so much and, and there's been a lot of highs and highlights, it, it's sort of you've accepted that that little situation and story or it's still really difficult to bring up?
0: Um, I think, do you know what, since I actually had that conversation with you guys, I've been a lot more open about it and just from talking about it and, and not being scared to admit it, it actually really helped to heal. So if I had heard that maybe just after we had done it, I think it really would have like stung, but hearing it now, like, I mean, it still brings back memories, but like Mm. I feel so much stronger mentally now. So listening to it isn't, it's not a burden. It's just a good reminder of how I did feel and then yeah, where where I've come from as well. So I guess it is good to revisit things like that.
2: That's awesome. So as you said, if you could go back like the person you are right now, a few months on to that person who recorded that, what would you say? You said, you know, it does get better. I guess what else? Yeah,
0: I would. Yeah, I would just say it it gets better. Like, yeah, reach out to someone. A problem shared is a problem halved. I think that's a big one. You know, like if a friend called me with any problem, I would be there one hundred percent. So if you ever think that no one's there, someone will be there to help. And if you just reach out and talk to someone, then it's it's gonna be. It's going to be totally okay. But I think also recognizing that going through those hard times is actually so important in your life. You know, like I thought it was the end. It felt like it was the end for me. But now looking back on it, you know, like I am such a stronger person now and I can probably handle adversity a lot better. Um, And I feel like it's really set me up for the next stage of my life, which is going to be even more crazy. So if I hadn't gone through that hardship, I probably wouldn't be ready The next stage, you know what
1: I mean. That was the word I was thinking of: adversity. So in my head, I was thinking, well, all that all that adversity you've been through has really set you up for the future. And and like I was listening in in the podcast, you're only 23 in that in that situation, that story. That's so young for someone who, like, when we spoke about on your podcast, you've done so much in such a young age. And and one thing that I was thinking of while I was listening back to the episode is you spoke about. Steve was the person who was really close to you. Have you been able to have a conversation with him after post the um, episode we released and have a conversation with him about the things that you expressed on the episode?
0: Yeah, 100%. Steve still calls me and messages me every Friday to check in, <laughs> nice. like every single Friday. And so when I receive his message or phone call. You know, just to check in, he might send me a funny message or something. It's a good reminder for me to then do that to someone else as well. Like a pay. So it for you. I always send yeah, so as soon as I get his I'm like, Oh yep, I'm gonna message this friends this week and check in or send them something funny, you know, tell them that I'm thinking of them and I hope work's going well or something. That could be a cool um, thing.
1: That could be a really cool thing you could do in your little fight team in your and um, fight club is a as a pay it forward system and you could call it Steve's pay it forward where Steve's obviously started it, and Steve's called you, and then you call someone, then you're like, okay, now you've got to call one of your friends, and and when you come back to your classes, you can hear about the people, um, each other people's have called and stuff like that. It could be a really exciting little thing you could do in your club.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right, and um, yeah, it's pretty cool because, like I said, I think a few of my friends have started doing it with each other as well, and people in my circle. So yeah. yeah, thanks, thanks, Steve. He's, he's still being the legend that he is and doing the same stuff so
2: shout out Steve
1: one more time shout out Steve hey um was Steve able to listen to the episode did he hear what you spoke about him
0: yes yeah he did um he gave me a call straight away after he (laughs) listened to it and um (laughs) yeah yeah. it was um it was it was pretty pretty emotional um but yeah I had I had expressed to him what he had done for me during that time so I'm really glad that he got to listen to it and and whatnot obviously he was like oh no don't give me any credit and i was like it's people like you that actually really deserve to be spoken about because you're the one making the biggest difference out there so yeah for yeah. sure.
1: you got a bloody good shout out that's for sure
2: before we yeah, uh before we dabble into what's coming up next for you because i heard you make a little bit of a comment that this adversity has kind of prepared you for what's to come because i i feel like some crazy things are coming up on the cards for you but how is everyone's favorite mum, jano
0: Oh, she's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, she's just doing the same old Jano thing. Um, life's about to change for her and my dad pretty soon because they actually adopted one of the foster puppies I've got. Oh, so, Poppy or? Uh, yeah. What's that? Which one? Poppy? Uh, no, Biscuit. Yeah, so their life's about so to Bicky. get hectic. So is going to be um, loving life soon.
1: She's grandma. She's going to be grandma. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly.
2: There you go, wonderful. Well, you said life's getting pretty crazy at the moment. Anything exciting coming up at the moment, or any things? Tell me, tell us everything. Can we,
1: can we release that fight yet? Can we? Oh yeah. Can we, can we drop it here on the pod? Surely.
0: No, we can't drop that yet. I'm so still have to call. We still have to make a special just for that. As soon as I can release the news that we've got coming up. I will tell you guys. Oh, so the there's still I've we want
2: a breaking there's, there's still a stay tuned. There's still a stay tuned to be coming.
0: Yeah, stay we tuned. It. We've got some big stuff happening and yeah, like I said, uh I'm ready for the next challenge and the next step up in life. So Can you promise um, yeah, that yeah, that'll you, be really exciting.
1: Can you promise that you we can exclusively drop the um the breaking news? <laughs> <laughs> so we can get yes. so we can get yes, quoted.
0: You can. Yep. You, like, you can have the news. I'll let you know. As we'll, be the sports, as we'll, make- we'll,
1: we'll be the Sports go.
2: Insiders. Yeah, yeah. We'll be Sports <laughs> we'll Insiders. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. World the bomb. Triple H podcast can announce that. The <laughs> Carly Gange will be fighting in their last fight. Carly, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you so much for having me back on. You guys are absolute legends and I love what you do. Don't be we love silly.
2: You. We love you. Uh, everybody listening. Please head on down, find Carly on Instagram at Carly Jan- underscore Carly Jane underscore, sorry, and then find her also the amazing things that she's doing at Females Fighting Forward at Prides Fight Series underscore SA and also at Boar's Martial Arts. And watch your Jano videos. And watch your Jano videos. Absolutely. You got a little Jano reel there if you need to find out about Jano. Carly,
0: yes, I sure do. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate
1: it. We appreciate you. You're the best. Aww. Keep up the good work. <laughs> you guys keep, are the best. Keep Aww. sending us videos of all your all your stuff you're doing. We're really proud, and and we'll be there in the front row when you when you have your fight wherever that is. And we'll be we'll be there. We'll, we'll be commentating awesome. it. We'll be commentating it. Oh, we don't know shit about <laughs> boxing.
2: We can learn.
0: <laughs> That's okay. You can make it up.
2: Yeah. See, we'll just be like hype we'll be, we'll be very, yeah,
0: happy. that's exactly right. All right. Well, thank you so much guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Ciao.
2: Ciao. ciao. Yourself.
0: Bye.
2: Yeah, that was super special, but now it's time to finish off the recap episode with another special call. The third H highlight. And this is somebody that, man, I feel like we shared it so much on all socials, just how sick this episode was. and, and it, I think it was one of the first times people got to hear this person's story, a lot and of build up also too.
1: yeah, so much build up, for this. excitement, pro- and to to finally yeah. hear this person's story. Um, but obviously, the cool part about the Triple H is that we get to hear a lot of depth and, and hardships and stuff like that. But then to finish with some really cool highlights, this person had some really special highlights that we'll touch on.
2: Oh man, I. We could talk to the moon and back, right? About this episode and about it, what it was, and I think it was a turning point for us. <laughs> we've said that so many times this episode, but that's yeah. why we've picked these three because we felt like these three. Not saying all the other ones.
1: Big shout out to everyone.
2: That's Everybody been has been on, on part the podcast. of the Triple H fam, but
1: big family. All these
2: now. episodes that we've kind of touched on today have kind of had these moments of that have really hit us on a personal level. And obviously, I know this person um, at a personal level as well. But and it also was just so special being able to let that person speak, let that person speak for themselves. And Dan and I kind of just took a backseat a lot of this episode because this person is such a confident, amazing person who's going to do incredible things in his line of work that he is going to, I know, end up doing a motivational speaking and everything like that. So it's just so special that we get to have a chat with Sebby Steele again and see his highlight because I think today is a pretty, yesterday, sorry, it was actually a pretty special day.
1: Yeah. And stay tuned. We're looking forward to hearing more about that.
2: Let's give him a ring right now, Danny. Please,
1: let's do it. Hello, Jed
6: Wolford.
2: Mm, hello, Seb Steele. I'm here too, big fella. Don't you no, worry don't about Don't worry that. about Dan. Oh, it's just you and me here, hello, Seb. No, come no, on, Savvy. Seb. It's just you and I. Just, just oh, at me. Just look at me, we're me looking at Dan. each other. Just you and I. You and I, Seb, we're just looking at each other, and that's it. Don't worry about Dan. Don't worry about everyone else. It's let's just you on and on, I. Boy. Let's go. How are you, buddy? I'm
6: good, mate. I'm very good. How are you?
2: Oh, Mate, big week for me and Dan, yeah. and we got some big things coming up. We're about to go on a little trip potentially and do some things. But I've
6: heard about that
2: one. But look, all this talk that we might have about a big week, I think uh, trails in comparison to your week, mate. So what about you tell us about your week that you've just had? Because I reckon our listeners are going to want to hear what these Seb still has been up to this week, because it sounds pretty damn cool.
6: Absolutely. I've had a huge week. Um, it was my birthday a few days ago on what, Tuesday. Happy birthday, Sebby.
2: 21? Yep.
1: No, 20. 20. 20. 20.
6: 20. 20. You're in a 20, Sebby. I don't get too excited there. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm not Sorry. a teenager anymore. We're yeah. looking forward to the but, 21st. Um, yeah, I had that. I also had a driving lesson, which was pretty cute.
1: Let's
2: go. Shout out, driving.
6: Yep. So, that's one step closer to getting my license back, which is a good goal.
1: Watch out, everybody.
6: And... Then I had my prosthetic fitting yesterday.
1: Yo, that's special.
6: It's pretty sick.
1: How is it? Give us the rundown. How how has it been going?
6: Well, it's everything's healed up on my legs, so um, they were like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Get you in." Perfect. And then I got in there. We did the cast, so they basically just chucked me in a nice, sexy pair of ballerina tights. <laughs>
1: any, any excuse like, to literally like
6: plaster around me. Nice. Yeah, I. I didn't actually get asked to. I just rocked up. <laughs> um, but what a, what nah, a yeah, coincidence. Got a cast done. Yeah, I know. It was perfect. <laughs> but then, yeah, next Tuesday I'll be getting an actual leg, which be sick.
2: Damn, man. That's so special. That's Congratulations. So... Oh, dude. Thank you, boys.
1: Oh. We can't wait. We can't wait to uh, see you next time when we when we get back from our trip and we'll, we'll see you in the, in the new prosthetic. It's going to be incredible.
6: Oh, uh, that'll be – Sick. I look forward to it. Three legs and uh, all. You there boys. you go, hey, Seb. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm back together again. Back together
2: again. How special is that? Seb, since, yeah, since releasing the episode, you've done some pretty special things. I don't want to say that Jumping on our podcast, I feel like maybe led to you doing a couple of other things.
1: You did couple some of other, podcasts, other cool podcasts Some pretty cool well,
2: podcasts that probably aren't as cool as
1: ours. We set that, the tone. We, whatever,
2: Dylan Alcott. Yeah. Um, but moving yeah, from Yeah, like he's a bit of a
6: fan of yours, actually. Yeah, oh, good. he is. Good, to, yeah, no good to
1: see another one. Good yeah, to see another fan. It's good. Yeah, but he,
6: actually, he found
2: me through your podcast. Yeah. Company. Oh, there you go. It's thought it's, it's good to see that I'll... Thanks, Dylan. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, guys. We love your work, too. But... <laughs> Since jumping on our show, Seb, what's kind of happened for you? I guess in terms of the podcast and in terms of talking about your story and any sort of opportunities that have come out of that, or kind of learning curves, or I guess really just what did it mean for you to jump on the Triple H pod?
6: Yeah, no, it's been been pretty crazy actually. That was kind of threw me threw me into the podcast world a fair bit, which was you know it's been different, pretty cool. I've uh, yeah, obviously I've spoken on Dylan Allcroft's podcast, which was uh pretty surreal, not going to lie. And I just recently spoke on Young Blood Mental Health Podcast, which is coming out, I don't know, when in a few weeks, I think. And then there's another one lined up with another men's mental health company, which is pretty cool as well.
1: That's so awesome that you've been able to talk about your story and advocate for everything now. And just quickly on Dylan, have you been able to almost have a strong relationship with him as well now because obviously he's a hero of yours and you look up to him and to be able to be on his own podcast have you been able to stay in contact and, and almost chat a little bit after that
6: yeah i've been um i don't i don't i, don't, I feel weird almost talking to him because you know, he's a busy man but i've been um you know they, they met me for my birthday you know just stuff like that but um yeah i went over to melbourne i think the weekend it was re- the podcast was released and um we couldn't get a table anywhere because something was on. And Dylan just told it me to put his name down as the booking and rock up with him. Nice. So there you go. <laughs> that's
2: special. <laughs> and that's go. the thing. It's
1: all about who you know in life. And Thank you, Dylan it was, Alcock. It's pretty cool. You've got yeah. Dylan Allcock now as a as a close friend. Look, so. it
2: probably – and that's and that's special, right? That probably wouldn't work for Dan or I. We couldn't no. throw Dylan Orcott's name down or, for a booking in a busy sure Melbourne if, restaurant. I'm sure
1: if Seb said, hey, hey I'm Jed Wolford's a good friend of mine. Can I get in? they like, who the yeah. fuck are yeah. yeah. you talking that? about? Yeah. who is James? No,
6: they, they, they give me, like, bar service, bottle service and
2: stuff. Ah, oh, come on now. No, that is cool. I mean, yeah, that's so special that yeah. you've been able to tap into somebody, especially for you, Seb, because you feel like, as you said, you kind of, as you said on our pod, like, you have goals and ambitions to kind of follow in, yep. you know, professional sport. Yeah. Not so much just on that front, but just on a personal level, any conversations you've had with people, maybe you People came up to you potentially, or was there any kind of unexpected messages you got from people, or calls, or just kind of moments you were like, Wow, I, I didn't think that? Because we got some, we yeah. got quite a few from your episode. <laughs> if you didn't know, you're our number one I'm streamed and, and favorite and a fan favorite, Serbs. You are a number one wow, streamed and fan favorite. So there much. you go, yeah, mate.
6: Pretty cool. No, um, I um, got in contact somebody from the Australian Paralympic, like a talent scout, I think almost. He I got an email from him, which is pretty cool. Wow, that's one step closer to Still whatever I want to do. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, I've been out to a few wheelchair basketball games now, and I've almost got the all clear from my surgeon to
1: Average get triple into double?
6: that. Which is yeah, exactly, triple a, double and lazy. on the wheels. <laughs> nah, but yeah, it'll work, and that'll be a bit of fun. There you <laughs> go, <hey. laughs> the disabled LeBron James. Disabled
0: yeah, LeBron that's
2: James
1: <laughs> probably wouldn't have chosen me
6: <laughs> um, but no yeah it's been pretty hectic the last few months
2: how's your how's your relationship with your fam how's that doing how's, amazing yeah. chats with dad afterwards as well of
6: course yeah no it's been great um being able to also have conversations about stuff that was talked on the podcast that I obviously wouldn't you know really talk to my family about like in the heat of the moment so that was pretty cool as well how, yeah.
1: how did that go how, how did that Conversation go, yeah. It was, and did it make um, it better, almost a stronger relationship with those family members?
6: Yeah, it was, you know, it was, um, it was actually kind of weird. Like, you know, it's obviously a very, very important conversation to have if, you know, someone goes through a trauma like that and ends up in a wheelchair. Um, so it was pretty untalked about for a while. And then, you know, talking on podcasts and whatnot, they kind of then went and asked me questions and I asked them questions and stuff like that. So it was kind of, you know, it kind of went the, best in both ways, pretty much.
2: Awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, Seb, you're not done just yet, mate, because
6: no, no. what we've been doing We're
2: is we've been getting a few guests on and we've been playing them some snippets from their episode just to kind of reflect and, and reminisce. So, if you will, do you mind if we uh, play a little snippet? And you can listen to and We can reflect and have a little little chat.
3: I'd love to hear it. Done. Ready. Go.
2: I've got a f- yeah, I've got a few. Um,
6: I have. Well, I've learnt to walk again on one leg. I've adapted to having one leg very well. I would like to say I, you know, I don't use crutches or a wheelchair around the house. I hop everywhere. I, you know, I go to the gym every day now. I'm trying to lose weight, and yeah, I'm you know I'm on the right track now, which is good. So that means I'm just getting you know highlights every day. And it's just you know, it's something special that that I had to, yeah, I had to learn the hard way, and I had to get through that. But I think that once again is, it's something special that I can say that I now have learned the lesson that, you know, no matter what happens to you, you're still the same person.
1: You have
6: hit the nail on that. Done. Damn, that's crazy. Oh,
2: he got the bottom oh, yeah, flip as well. Good. He got the- Oh, there you oh, go. God. Oh my gosh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish we had visuals. Oh, shit. I wish we had visuals, Seb. you got to keep this. this. We will gotta keep this in. in. Wow, Seb, that's incredible. You just hit this. <laughs> I'm so hyped right <laughs> that's now. That's
1: the best way to finish your Triple H. That was incredible. That is yeah. the best way. That's my highlight. And
2: that's my Triple H. Triple H, Gene, lands the bottle flip. You highlight. Anybody who else comes on the podcast, if you yeah, don't nah. end your... Beat that! Yeah, if you don't end your triple H with a bottle flip right <laughs> in the that, middle though, of the table,
1: I'm still waiting for someone to to do a backflip. Oh, like look, next. that's
2: still the best end yeah. of any triple H. Someone's going to have to beat <laughs> that with the bottle flip, hey mate.
6: Yeah, I know that was actually the highlight of the whole podcast. I think <laughs> you almost <laughs> forgot podcast, yourself. Really.
1: You started talking, you thought that that was uh, that was sp- oh, and there's the bottle flip. Yeah. Forgot about that.
6: Yeah, exactly. Just have to you know just put the cherry on top.
2: How's um but, how uh, are those highlights going?
6: Crazy lifting, yeah you know, listening to yourself talk about such important things like that. And, um, I mean, yes. you know, I've continued to have just highlight after highlight, really. And, the, you know, I've also had days where I've taken, you know, one step forward, then it feels like I've gone three or four steps back, which I've kind of, you know, I've learned how to adapt and overcome to whatever really gets put in my way, which is, you know, it's made me a better person pretty much over the whole entire experience. So, you know, pretty cool.
1: Seems like you're on the right track. It's really good to hear. No, thank you very much.
2: Seb, if you were to give one piece of advice to anybody maybe struggling right now, going through a similar situation, or just in general, in general, man, I feel like you can uh, maybe part a little advice as you bid farewell to the Triple H podcast. Just for the meanwhile, he's always a big part, part of the part family. Of it. Oh, he's on Mount on Rushmore a, for sure. Mount Rushmore of the Triple H podcast. But, Sebby, any kind yeah. of passing pieces of advice you could maybe give to anybody?
6: Yeah, that's a good one. Stay strong, stick it out. You know, life sucks for everyone at a few points in their life, but they don't really remember you about that. They remember what happened to you after and what you did to overcome that. So there you go. Quite that. Quite
2: that.
1: Big things ahead for you, (laughs) Seb. Yeah. We'll 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 have to uh, we'll get that tattooed. Jed will. Jed. Jed will get anything tattooed on him.
3: Good, Jed. I look forward to it. Done. We can get
2: matching tats whenever you want, Seb. Sebby, still, thank you so much, mate, for giving us your time and your story and your energy and your passion for life and all the amazing things that you continue to do. We love you endlessly, mate.
6: No, thank you, boys, so much.
1: Keep being being a hero, Seb. back
6: to you because, you know, none of the things that I would have really done in the past few months probably wouldn't have happened if I hadn't been asked to jump on your podcast, so well thank you too as well it's been amazing you share my story to everyone
1: the things that we've gotten back from that episode will be will, will, will be always indebted to you so you're a special special dude and, and we're very lucky to have you part of our family so we love you man
6: no thank you love you boys as well son
1: see you soon see you seb goodbye kiddies. Bye, bye dan i love you so love everyone. you too <laughs> thank you, Jen. See ya, man. always good to chat to seb he's one special individual Matt. who's, and I, I had a really good chat with a, a co worker recently who knew about Seb's story and, and was able to listen to the podcast. And she, and it was, it's so cool to have adults blown away by the things that people our age are talking about. And it's just, yeah, it's incredible the stuff that he's gone through and, and the stuff that he's doing now and, and the mentoring he can do for people and, and the way that he's been able to just flip everything. And obviously, you've known him for ages, so you've got more of a perspective on him.
2: You raise a good point about like older generations potentially hearing what we're doing or the chats that we're having and being, you know, kind of blown away. So I kind of want to take this moment to thank everybody who's been a part of our community mm. that's been a part of the shows but also just been a fan and engaged with our content because that's half of it, right? If we, we don't get to make podcasts if no one's listening. Like I'm sure Dan and I would have these chats all the time but we might have not got the thought to do this because – Without everybody who listens and comments and responds. Gives and feedback
1: as well. We've loved the feedback we got. Gives feedback and know. just
2: chats to us. and Makes us better. But not even just chatting to us, chatting to one another because I've heard countless stories of so many people just being like, wow, um, I had a sit down with my dad and we spoke about our Triple H's and we'd never spoken like that before. So I've, I feel like... As I've said and we've said so many times, we are merely just a vessel for everybody else to have these conversations. we like facilitators.
1: We're just bringing
2: man, people together. We're just lucky that we have this opportunity. We're just so grateful to everybody who listens. If you had told Dan and I when we first bought all this gear, when we were trying to work out what we were going to do and when I thought of the idea of the Triple H podcast. Wait, no, Dan thought of the idea.
1: I thought Lexi came up with it. No, I came up with it. I thought Amy came up No, I up thought with you it. came up with it. I don't think anyone came up with it. Just was Anybody
2: a- listening to this, we'll put up a post soon. You can uh, decide who came up <laughs> with it, Jed or Dan. But no, we're
1: blown away. Hey, Dan, here's to us. Cheers. Cheers. To six months of, of fun. I think that's how I want to put it. And obviously lots of episodes and lots of chats. And I think that in itself some podcasts only do 10 a year, for example, and they, they have their 10 and we've been able to do 11 in – a half of a year so far and I'm really excited for the next half in just this year because once again we're going to hear more Triple H's, H's, we're going to hear more stories and I'm really excited to learn more about you as well because that's a cool thing about doing a podcast with a best friend is that you think you know lots about one another but you'll continue to learn and learn which is one of our themes of this podcast is learn and grow and be grateful.
2: Mate, we've only just begun.
1: Let's do it. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Triple H Podcast.
2: Like and subscribe on Spotify or Apple Music to stay up to date with episodes and follow us at the Triple H Podcast on Instagram. If you wish to
1: get in touch with us, send an email at the Triple H Podcast at gmail.com.
2: Special thank you to Prizefight for providing the theme, his song,
1: Vulnerable. And thank you to Uncle Michael O'Brien for our show's Welcome to Country.